Hello and welcome to the pod Well Travelled. I'm Stephen Scarfield. In the studio with me today is travel journalist Leanne Bailey. Good morning. Good morning. And we're celebrating the coronation in Denmark of King Frederick and Queen Mary and all things royal and what they do for tourism. That's quite a lot, isn't it, Leanne? It is. And we're going to talk about the coronation of King Charles III in Britain to the effect that Queen Victoria and Marie Antoinette and Grace Kelly have all had on tourism. Well, yeah, that's going back through several eras. Mm. Um, but before we do that, let's, let's just have some fast facts about royal tourism. So more than 100,000 visitors were in Copenhagen for the Danish coronation just a few days ago. Uh, Queen Mary grew up in Tasmania here in Australia. And Tourism Tasmania has already launched a campaign called Fit for a Queen. So they've hooked into it. It has been estimated that the coronation of King Charles III brought the UK around a billion pounds, it's two billion Australian dollars for us, in tourism earnings. Royal venues uh, in the UK, just Windsor Castle and Frogmore House alone, are visited by nearly half a million paying visitors a year, and 15 million people a year visit the Palace of Versailles, just outside Paris, which is most closely associated with Queen Marie Antoinette, of course, the only queen that ever really reigned over Versailles. Wow. So we can see there is an effect, of course, and we all we all love, well, a lot of us love the draw of these sort of events. Um, the world loves Queen Mary, just as we love the Duchess of Kent, I have to say. And although she's Queen of Denmark, she's originally for ta- Tasmania, but now there are ties in Scotland too. I know that you've you've got this they under are. control. Um, Tell me all about it. The new Queen Mary's parents were born in um, Scotland, just outside Edinburgh. So I think we can claim oh. her as our own too. <laughs> we, as in you? Yes, we, we Scots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but she she grew up in Tasmania. So, as I say, we've we've got that connection there. Was um. So, she she's almost a Scottish queen. Almost. There a haven't Scottish been many of those, have there, Leanne? No, there haven't. I think the English did their best to um, stop the Scots getting to the throne. I knew that was going to come out. History books will show. <laughs> <laughs> well, you had so, Queen Elizabeth II. She yes, was your queen. Well, she was our queen too. Yes, and um, she had a couple of residences in Scotland which are big tourist attractions. Have you visited any of these? I've visited the um, Palace of Holyrood House, which is on the Royal Mile in Edinburgh. And I've also visited Britannia, ah, the Royal Yacht Britannia, which is docked in Leith, which is of in Edinburgh too, Yeah, which was featured in The Crown. Of course. Show, which oh, now you're connecting it all up. I like that. Yes. So, um, um, so just tell us a little about Britannia. So Britannia was um, decommissioned in 1997 and they decided that it would be become a tourist attraction and was docked in Edinburgh. It was originally built in Glasgow, but I suspect that because of the mm. Palace of Holyrood House and the you know that's the official residence when the royal family are in Scotland, um, they kept it in the same place. But it's a, a fascinating insight into the royal life at sea because that was where they went when they were on holiday um, and several of the royal members of the family also honeymooned there so the Queen and Prince Philip had their honeymoon there 
Charles and Diana honeymoon on the, the yacht and um, Princess Margaret and one of her husbands. Mm. So uh, it's still all kitted out with the yeah. original furnishings and fittings. So it's um, it's pretty special. And as you say, it's a real venue for the crown, the, the series, the streaming series. Yes. Um, it's yes. very visible and part of the story, isn't it? That's right. Yeah. Have you been watching The Crown, Leanne? I have been watching The Crown, yes. <laughs> yes, I do like a bit of Crown. Oh, right. Um, well, you know, you brought us into the, the royal family in the UK, and as I say, the coronation, um, you know, it was calculated to be worth a billion pounds. In There were about I mean, hundreds of thousands of people in London for that event, obviously. And then... I, I might just run through some of those other royal tourist destinations. I mean, you've got Buckingham Palace. I've mentioned Windsor Castle, which is just a most amazing place to visit. Mm. Uh, the Royal Muse, Clarence House, Holyrood House, as you mentioned, and the Queen's Gallery. They all they all generate significant re- revenue from tourism. Um, and quite interesting, I was looking into the the sort of gift shop side of things and the Royal Collection, which is basically those venues. I mean, there's about 40 million Australian dollars, 20 million pounds in um, in revenue f- just from the gift shops. That's amazing, so isn't it? Incredible amount of money, yeah. yeah. So the interest is there. Um, Windsor Great Park, Ascot Racecourse, they all have those connections. If we go back, I mean, you, Queen Victoria, you know, was has a part in tourism too. She does. Um, I visited... Switzerland, um, Lucerne a few years ago and several times the guides mentioned that Queen Victoria was big um, in kicking off the interest in Switzerland for tourism because she spent some time there after Prince Albert died she was struggling to come to terms with his death and her doctor recommended that she should go away and just rest and recuperate and he had spent a lot of time in the Lucerne area so she went to Lucerne and spent five weeks there and today it sounds like a a fairly normal royal tour but at that time it was groundbreaking and um, she generated so much interest that Brits were were flocking to to Switzerland um, and in particular the Lucerne area Mount Rigi and um, apparently she was carried carried up Mount Rigi in in some kind of bath chair (laughs) um, having gone up the cogwheel train Myself, I would yeah. have liked to have been one of those carriers, but yeah, she um, generated huge interest in the in the tourism of Switzerland. It's, well, that's interesting because um, I mean, prior to that, with with Prince Albert, she'd been a very good tourist herself. In particularly, she loved the French Riviera, right? And they visited Nice for sixteen years straight. In fact, it was calculated that she'd spent. A year of her life in the French Riviera, wow. <laughs> because you know, so she she was a good tourist herself. Yes. I mean, which is a slightly different subject, but interesting to hear her effect on um, uh, on Switzerland. Um, we we touched upon. I mean, we're sort of going back through eras now, which is quite interesting too, to show that there is longevity in this. You know, in the uh, the heritage, I suppose, that's been left by royal tourism. And Versailles, as I mentioned, um, which is 20 kilometres outside Paris, um, the, it, you know, the former royal residence, as I say, of Queen Marie Antoinette, 15 million visitors a year. I mean, it's the most extraordinary place. Have you been to Versailles? I haven't been. I've, I've wow. watched the SBS did a very good 
dramatisation of Versailles. So I've I've seen how opulent and you know it's crazy it's how grand it is, isn't it? Yeah, well, I've got to say that Marie Antoinette the movie is one of my favourite films. Right. So I've seen it many times in that <laughs> as well. But Versailles is the most amazing place to visit, and the gardens. Um, I mean, there's there are 780 hectares of grounds there. Mm. The gardens are so beautiful. The fountains so beautiful. And inside, you know, you can visit a lot of um, rooms. I mean, there's actually 2,300 rooms in there. This sort of, and there's great, it's a piece of 17th century art, the Mm. palace itself. Um, Inside, you've got, you know, rooms, mirrored rooms, painted rooms. It's just stunningly beautiful. And, of course, it's really interesting to go out to the Queen's Hamlet, which which was her sort of, Rural, rural retreat within the grounds of Versailles. This, um, it's almost like a, well, it's a hamlet um, with a small cottage which she stayed in with the children and mm. had a simpler life, I suppose. Yeah. Um, so that's all open to the public as well. And it's, it's, it is the most amazing place to visit. I think it's important to preserve these places so that you can get a, a glimpse into the past, though. You know, um, the same thing when I went to the Holyrood House. Mm. Um, you, you can't imagine how people live like that until you see, you know, the, 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 the sort right. of surroundings that they, they, That's they right. were in. And also, yeah, it's interesting because you, you I, with Versailles, you know, you see the city in a different context because to I mean, they literally packed up and went to Versailles, the mm. whole court, because it was 20 kilometres away. It was like, I mean, <laughs> it must be it's a city within a city, isn't That's it? That's right. And it was, that really was like going to the bush, you know, yeah. and they were off sort of thing. Whereas today, of course, it's, you know, it's part of Paris, really, it's part of Paris. Yeah. So um, it, it is interesting to see it in that wider perspective as well, I suppose. Um Another place that I think still has the royal touch is Monaco because you know, the Princess of Monaco, Grace Kelly, you see statues, there's, the, there's Grace Kelly Avenue um, and I just, you feel her presence through that mm-hmm. little country, municipality as well. Um, and I love the way that these things linger. Just, just to give a bit of backstory on that, that Grace Kelly, of course, you know, the American film actress alongside Clark Gable, that era of you know, Hollywood movies. Um, at the Cannes Film Festival in 1955, she met Prince Rainier III of Monaco and, you know, they were married. It was just one of those great love stories as well. Yeah. Um, she died in 1982, aged 52, actually, and he never remarried. And I say she was had been embraced by the people of Monaco and still is. Mm. Um, and I think you know, Grace of Monaco is one of the great kind of legacy royal tourism stories as well. Yeah, well, she was the Princess Diana of her day, wasn't she? Yes, she, she was. was a fashion yes, icon and this Hollywood yeah. Hollywood starlet. That's true. Sort of the fairy tale princess romance, wasn't it? It's true. And you know, with Princess Diana, you know, you mentioned her and immediately for me the image comes up at the Taj Mahal of her sitting on the bench. So yeah. you you know, royal figures are connected to all sorts of places, don't they? They spark those That's moments, right. memories. Yep. Well, Royal Tourism, it's been a great royal week. Uh, it has. 
We love the rules. I love the rules. Well, we do. And, well, you can't argue with the, the tourism figure. You know, the, I mean, the, the amount of people that the royal families around the world bring into as tourism, there, there's definitely an argument for it, isn't there? You That's know? right. That's right. Just from that perspective alone. Um, and I think just to see someone like Queen Mary, is, is it, you know, her poise and her commitment to that new country for her is, you know, is, um, is a way of leading, is a way of offering inspiration. So all our best to the royal families everywhere, I yes. think. And um, thank you for all the venues that we visit. I mean, all the places we've talked about are the most amazing uh, pieces of architecture and art. And for us as visitors to be at Windsor Castle or Versailles, um, or indeed in Christianburg Palace in Copenhagen, which is where they came out on the balcony, mm-hmm. is, is a wonderful thing. Thanks, Leanne. No problem. Thank you for Kettle's having me. on. Uh, we'll do kettle and coffee, I think, next. But uh, thanks for joining us. You can stay with us in stories at thewest.com.au forward slash travel. And we'll be back with another episode uh, of the Podwell Travelled. Stick with us and listen to us again. Thanks.